0: I hope you tuned in last week where I hosted my first ever call-in radio show where I answered questions from School of Sellers community members all about lead magnets. In case you missed it, I just wanted to remind you that our February theme for Ignite, which is our teacher work club for TPT sellers, is all about lead magnets and how to use them to grow your business. So if you didn't catch that episode, I highly recommend pausing this one and going back and listening to that first. But officially, welcome to part two of our lead magnet series of the show. We know that lead magnets are a crucial tool when it comes to converting a cold audience to a really warm audience, someone who knows us, likes us, trusts us enough to not only get our freebies, but to actually buy from us, right? So that is our ultimate goal. We also want people to download our lead magnets so that we have access to them. We don't get very much contact information or stats from TPT. So it's really important to have an email list of subscribers that you can turn to no matter what is going on in your TPT business. But in order to use lead magnets in a way that actually works, we want those lead magnets to be high converting. So let's talk first about what it means to be a high converting lead magnet. Simply put, a high converting lead magnet is something that people see and they want right away. It means that they see it advertised on your Instagram page or your Facebook page and immediately they're like, yes. They click over, they enter their contact information and download the freebie. A conversion happens when someone makes the decision to either buy or download something that you are offering. And you can see your conversion rate of your specific lead magnets inside whatever email service provider you use. But I know the obvious question here is, well, what's a good conversion rate for a lead magnet? And I don't have an exact number for you, but here are my thoughts on a good conversion rate. First of all, it depends on if your audience is warm or cold. Someone who's never heard of you before is obviously going to be a little more hesitant about giving you their contact information, even if they are getting a freebie in return. So that's definitely a factor to consider. Is there a way to know if they are warm or cold? Not necessarily. Obviously, if someone downloads a lead magnet and they were already on your list prior to that, then they're a little warmer than someone who is coming to your list completely brand new. But if you're looking for an actual number here, lead pages, which is a program you can use to create your own landing pages for your lead magnets says that a good conversion rate on average is anywhere from 5 to 15%, which means that 5 to 15% of people who see your lead magnet are going to make the decision to actually give you their information and download it. Lead Pages also says that although an average is about 5 to 15%, that a 20 to 25% conversion rate is really a sign of a top quality successful lead magnet. And in their terms, they said that the cream of the crop is 30% or more, which means there's a very small portion of businesses who have lead magnets that convert even higher than 30%. So, again, take these numbers with a grain of salt. The best numbers to compare your numbers to are your numbers. We've learned before that TBT as an industry doesn't always mimic other industries exactly. So again, there's no way to say exactly what your conversion rate should be, but those hopefully will provide some sort of benchmark as you're getting started. So let's talk about what makes a lead magnet high converting. There are more than three things, but when I sat down to think about what I thought was important to a lead magnet, I really like to keep things small and simple So I picked three things that I think are non-negotiable and must be a part of every single lead magnet. The first element that every high converting lead magnet should have is that it should be relevant. It should be so relevant to your target audience that it's also highly desirable. A lead magnet is only useful if it attracts your target audience and your target audience are people who are likely to buy from you in the future. So let's talk first about the relevance. A lead magnet should be something that's going to help that target audience solve a problem that they are facing. It should feel very personal to them. You'll talk a lot about whatever problems and pain points are solved by your lead magnet in the copy that you use to get people to download your lead magnet. Maybe you're gonna post about it on Instagram and use a caption that you know really focuses on those pain points And you might also use the same language on the landing page where that lead magnet is hosted. A relevant lead magnet is making sure that it speaks to them and feels, like I said, a personal solution. They should see that lead magnet and be like, oh my gosh, was she in my brain? She literally created exactly what I need. So for example, if your ultimate goal is to funnel teachers a year-long writing resource for kindergartners. Like that's what you ultimately want them to buy from you. A lead magnet about the five-step process I use to teach writing to students who can't read yet is going to feel way more relevant and be way more effective than a more general lead magnet that is maybe one lesson on teaching something like punctuation and student writing. You want it to speak to them. And you'll notice how I also included the pain point in the description of that lead magnet. So how am I going to teach writing to students who can't even read words yet? And more than that, I've given them a five-step process. So I'm giving them, I'm reminding them of their pain point, but I'm also saying, hey, not only do I have a solution for you, but it's a five-step process. And in my mind, five steps seems really easy and really doable. So not only is this relevant, but you're making it desirable because of how you're presenting it to them. And since desire was another part of your first element, needs to be relevant and desirable, your lead magnet should be something that your target audience really, really wants. And they want it so badly that they're willing to exchange their contact information for it. And I'm probably the anti-poster child for lead magnets because I will pretty much give my name and email to anyone who asks in exchange for a freebie. But I think it's really important to note that Lead magnets are increasingly becoming a dime a dozen, so you really want yours to stand out. A few years ago, I would say lead magnets weren't as common in the TBT world especially, but it's becoming a more widely used practice, which is good on one hand because it means our audience is becoming more comfortable going through the actual signup process for lead magnet, but it also means that you need to try a little harder to make sure that your lead magnets are standing out among your competition. Are you a TPT seller who knows exactly what you need to do, but you're just not sure how to get started and get yourself into action mode? That's exactly why I started Ignite, which is a monthly TPT work club for TPT sellers, just like you, who need that extra boost of accountability in their life in order to finally have the business of your dreams, or who knows, maybe you are working to make the business of your dreams even better. Either way, I would love to have you join our Ignite community so that you can experience the magic of a group of people who just get it. And not only do they get it, but they are there to support you and encourage you and cheer for you every step of the way. Join today at schoolofsellers.com ignite. So aside from the lead magnet itself... You can add to its desirability through marketing. So the way you talk about your lead magnet is going to play a large role in how desirable you make it seem. And just like you would do before publishing a product, you want to give it the royal treatment. You want to take top quality photos of it. You want to hopefully take a video of it that's super top quality. You want to create graphics that look professional to showcase that lead magnet. You just want to make it sparkle. The bottom line here is that your lead magnet should be the star of the show and stand out among all of the others. And your marketing should be like its agent, right? So if if your lead magnet is the star, your marketing should be the agent that shows off its talents. So remember, we're creating lead magnets that are so relevant that they become irresistible to our buyers. That is element number one of a high converting lead magnet. The second piece of a high converting lead magnet should be that it is high quality and gives value. Value here is the key. Now, when it comes to how many lead magnets you should have, I'm definitely a fan of the less is more. I think we need to value quality over quantity in this situation. And in the last episode, I talked about how many you should have or might want to have. So make sure to listen to that specific episode. But in general, there is no right number. But what I will say is it's better to have one amazing lead magnet rather than 20 mediocre ones. But when it comes to giving a lead magnet that is high quality and gives a lot of value, I think we sometimes operate under a misconception that if we're giving away something for free, we should be kind of stingy because we don't want to give away too much. But I'm actually here to tell you that the opposite is true. I am of the belief that your lead magnets and the freebies that you give your audience should be your very best work. It should be the best of what you have to offer. And when you're considering how much of it to give, I always err on the side of, I'm going to be more generous than not. And some important things to think about as you process this is one, what if this is the only sample they're ever going to get from you? What if this is their one taste of what you have to offer? It's Not only your first impression, but your only impression. What sort of picture do you want to paint about your business and your products through that lead magnet? Because there's no guaranteeing that they're ever going to see you or your products again. In addition, you want this high quality lead magnet because once they download it, you want to give them a reason to want even more from you. Um, If they get what they wanted and what they came from, then they're probably happy, but you want it to be such a high quality resource that they're going to be like, oh my gosh, what else does she have to offer? So my rule of thumb when it comes to lead magnets is that it should be something that your audience would be willing to pay for if they had the opportunity. So even though lead magnets are free, I think they should be of the same quality and value as a paid product. And once you have created and put together a lead magnet that you feel is super high value and high quality, then keep this as sort of like a template for all of your lead magnets moving forward. And not only a template from a design standpoint, but the way it's put together, the way it's packaged, how many pages it is, and what sort of language you use to market that lead magnet, all of that is important and should be considered once you have one that is really, really performing well for you. And kind of going along with the idea of giving it your best, like giving them the best possible piece of your business as the freebie to give them a taste of what you have to offer. I also think it's really important to give them multiple formats. So if your paid product, your paid offer that you're trying to lead them to is offered as digital and printable, then I think that your free sample should be offered as digital and printable. If the paid product or bundle is editable, then I think that your freebie should be editable as well. I think you should get it as close to the actual thing as you possibly can, because again, you want to give them a real life taste of what you have to offer as paid products. And finally, my third piece that I think goes into a high converting lead magnet is that it should be easy to sign up for and also easy to consume and easy to use. The process of signing up for a lead magnet and using the lead magnet should contain almost zero friction for your audience. I think that the smallest bit of difficulty can derail people in an instant, and even the smallest little hiccup or pause or error can result in them clicking away and never downloading that lead magnet in the first place. So this comes into play in several places. How can you make your lead magnet easy to sign up for and easy to consume? I think it starts with the copy that you use to attract people to that lead magnet in the first place. You should explain in very simple terms what the problem is, how it affects them, and how your product solves it for them. You don't want there to be any confusion about what it is you're offering and how it's going to help them. And you might wanna consider copywriting frameworks like the PASS framework problem, agitate solution, or some sort of formula that you can follow to make sure that you are hitting all of the important points and not leaving anything left unsaid. You also want to make it really obvious where they're supposed to enter their information. So once they get to your landing page to download the lead magnet, don't make the button text really hard to read and don't make them scroll down forever to find where they're supposed to enter their information. Make it obvious, make it simple. A lead magnet being easy to sign up for and easy to consume also comes into play in your back end settings. So like all of the tech settings in your email service provider, this is where you are going to set up things like your incentive email, actually add the file that's going to be downloaded and all of those little pesky tasks that really aren't hard, but are super, super important. So I think the golden rule of setting up a lead magnet is to triple and quadruple check that everything sends properly. You can test it out with different email addresses um, there are a lot of built in testing capabilities on email service providers. So if you want to like receive an email as your customer or you want to see what it looks like from the customer angle of things, you can do all of it. But I think the number one rule here is to make sure you are checking everything and making sure that the process is seamless from the very minute they arrive on that landing page all the way to the end after they have that lead magnet in their hands. The ease of Signing up and consuming the lead magnet also comes into play in that welcome or delivery email. So once you have set up those settings on the back end of things, you have created simple copy and a simple process to sign up. Then they get the welcome email along with that lead magnet that's going to download automatically. So in this part of the process, make sure that the subject line is very clear and tells them, hey, you need to open this email in order to get the product that you signed up for. Make sure they know what's supposed to happen once they opt in. If it's going to automatically download to their computer, tell them that. If it's going to open in a new tab, tell them that. And then finally, make sure that they know how to contact you if something goes awry or if they have any questions. And then finally, the ease of use comes into play in the lead magnet file itself. So if the lead magnet itself is too long or too complicated, then people are just not going to bother consuming it. So you want to make sure that your lead magnet is something that can be easily consumed in a relatively short amount of time or at least easily understood. So for example, an ebook or a guide might be an effective lead magnet because someone can sit down and easily skim it or read it in one sitting. But on the other hand, a series of videos or like a really long webinar might not be as effective because it requires more of a time commitment. So You want to take these things into consideration as you are crafting your own lead magnets. I hope this episode helped you to determine what you can do for your own lead magnets that's going to help them convert as well as possible. If I had to sum up this episode, I would say that you just want to make a lead magnet that is irresistible, that's going to be a no-brainer to sign up for, that creates a simple customer journey and experience, and when all is said and done, they're going to want more from you and feel really good about looking to you for further solutions. And of course, we will talk way more about lead magnets inside Ignite in February. So I hope that you join us for our February challenge. If you are interested in joining Ignite at any point in the year, it is open year round. You can join just for a month if there's a theme that catches your eye. So if you wanna check it out, you can go to www.schoolofsellers.com slash ignite. Thanks friends, see you next week.